Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Lovability Show. Uh, I'm your host, Jennifer Stiers, and it's just us today. It's uh, me, Ziggy, producer Ziggy, and all of you uh, joining us. So um, I'm looking forward to you guys uh, pitching in on this one because this is, I mean, I've never done online dating. Um, I've only coached all of you through this. And it's a fiasco. I mean, I don't want, I want everybody to find love, but I don't want you to have to do it that way. And uh, I know for some of you, you think that's your only option. And I think during times of COVID, where everybody was kind of locked down, there really weren't any other options but to have pen pals on the internet. But uh, now that we now that we don't have to, and we can actually get out and meet people, I want you guys to be actually having a chance and opportunity to meet people in person. You know, there's nothing better than an authentic connection. I mean, I, I'm a matchmaker. I do this all day long. I mean, people can look great on paper. Everything can line up. They can even talk on the phone ahead of time. And when they meet, there's not there, there may or may not be a connection. You just, you never know the way that's going to go. But if we reverse the process a little bit and we start off with a connection and, um, and some kind of attraction, some type of chemistry, and there is a difference and we'll talk about that. But if we can start off there and kind of go backwards, it makes it really, really easy. Uh, so I've got uh, Colleen and Jamie. Hey, Jamie, happy Friday. Great to see y'all's faces. Jasmine, hello from California. Uh, Jenna, Tamara, Kelly, uh, Dana, Danae, probably Danae, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so hi, everybody. Um, good to see you. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to focus here, but I wanted to say hello to everybody. Uh, so welcome to the show. So, uh, so I want you guys to share your experiences as we're going. I am going to pay attention to the comments, uh, and I'd love for you to, to uh, ask me any questions that you might have, too, of any challenges you have with the online dating world. Uh, you know, if you have to use it, um, if you have to use it, there are way, better ways to navigate around it. Um, I, I can't say that I'm the best at it, but I do, I do, uh, I do help people with that. Um, I think part of the, I think part of the problem is the authenticity factor, which is why I wanted to talk about uh, what I want to talk about today and how to get around that. Because anytime you're doing anything online, whether it's dating or whether it's social media, I mean, everything is a facade, right? Everything is just a, a, an image of what you think somebody's going to be like. And, uh, and, and 
unfortunately, with online dating, number one, it's a bunch of crap. I've seen the pictures. I've seen, I mean, I've seen these profiles. I've scrolled through uh, some of my friends and clients before through their, uh, through their profiles and, and, uh, and whatever those, whatever your things are, I guess that you have for online dating. I've scrolled through those before, and, and I know some of you are getting what your algorithm is spitting out, and some of you are getting just crap. Um, so who wants, it's true, um, who, wants to, who wants to do that? I mean, who wants to waste their time online dating? Because what you see isn't what you always get. And I think that's a big one starting out the conversation where we talk about this authenticity, how to meet people offline versus online. Hi, Tiffany. Um, and Darren, um, hi, hello, welcome, glad you made it. Guys are easy, make eye contact and smile, or better yet, just say hi, and that's the full lesson. Okay, Darren, show's over. <laughs> you did it for us. Um, uh, hey, Dave. So, uh, so I hadn't seen you in a long time, but glad you've joined us. Um, so anyway, so authenticity, is is key. So first and foremost, I mean, we we want to be able to get out and meet people, right? I think uh, so many people got stuck inside in COVID and got really, really comfortable. Uh, believe it or not, I'm an introvert, so I'm really, really comfortable inside anyway. But you have to force yourself to get out, even if, if if that is dinner with girlfriends or your guy friends, um, or lunch or brunch or a football game. Well, I can't wait for football season to start back up again, uh, or uh, you know basketball or whatever your sport may be. Uh, can't understand that one, but okay. <laughs> I know some of y'all love it. Um, I th are we going through the playoffs right now, Ziggy? The uh, so the playoffs are pretty close. Usually they start in May. For both hockey and basketball. Oh. Uh, and I am really looking forward to the playoffs in basketball this oh year. Oh my I gosh, so you're a big basketball person. I, I, I watch the playoffs. I watch the playoffs. Hey, here's the deal. You know, there's, there's, if you like basketball, go to basketball games. I mean, that's something I was going to get into, but the number one way and place, because people go, where do I meet people? And you guys always know, because you joke with me, my famous answer is you can meet somebody at the grocery store if you're paying attention uh, and you're aware, and you can. Um, but where do you meet people? You meet people where you are doing things that you love. Uh, so we have to get back into life and back to doing the things that we love, whether that is sporting events, live concerts. Thank God they're doing live concerts again. I'm so happy. Uh, whether it's basketball games, uh, golf, you know, sp any sporting events. Uh, you know, it could be art galleries or something more sophisticated for you sophisticated people. Libraries, museums, museums, all sorts of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, pickleball, I know that's a big, uh, that's become a big thing, although I've never played it. Um, there are a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of things to do. Thank you, Jamie. It's called March Madness. That's what's going on right now. I knew something was. Final Four is this weekend. Look at these basketball people jumping in. Yeah, um, so do what you love and meet people while you're doing what you love. Because there's nothing better than having commonalities with somebody, especially when it comes to lifestyle. So 
I think one big thing, and, and as a matchmaker, I, I kind of get to go through this all the time. Some of you, some of you young people are looking to build your families. So you're still looking for a, a wife and a husband and a father or mother for your children. And that is, you still need a partner. I mean, it, it does not take away the fact that you don't need, you need a partner for that. But I think there's a different level of, um, criteria sometimes when you're looking there, where many of you are past that point where you're not looking for a mother or father for your children. You're not looking for that type of partner and that type of life. You're maybe at a point where you've, you're raising your children or your children are, are at an independent stage or totally independent. And now you're really in search of your soulmate, your partner. And the best way to meet somebody like that is to to find them in places where you all would be enjoying the same thing. So, you know, I ask on my profile and on my uh, dating profile for my website at lovegen.com, if you guys are in my database, you know, what do you like to do on the weekends? What, what are your hobbies like? You should have those things in common. And if you're doing what you love on the weekends, look around and meet other people that are doing those things because that's a great place to find somebody that you're going to be able to enjoy parts of life with, right? Uh, if you like to travel, I mean, there's plenty of travel groups and trips that you can sign up for, uh, group trips. Get involved doing what you love and then look around and find the people that are doing what you love with you. I mean, I know plenty of people that I know a lot of foodies. And so you people that are foodies, hopefully you're comfortable enough going to eat at a restaurant by yourself. Pay attention to who else is around you when you're out. Um, who else is sitting by themselves? Who else is ordering something special or really enjoying their food uh, the way that you are um, or, or has ordered something unique? Um, I, I'm just saying there are... there. Your people are everywhere if you look around. So I, that was a big broad statement I get, but I just, I kind of wanted to throw it out there that we are looking for people that we have things in common with. Online dating, the problem with that is we're going looks first. We're not getting a profile first and then looking at the picture second. We're getting a picture first and then a profile. And how many of you read an, how many of you actually read a long profile or an extended, I know some of you do. But for the most part, people are looking at seconds, a few seconds of information where you want what you want in a long-term relationship is for that information to be the connection and not the looks. And I know we have to be attracted to our person. I, I get it. And I know we have to have chemistry with that person. I get it. But we also have to have life and values and morals and things and, and hobbies and interests in common as well. So you can't forget about that. And that's the, that's the problem when we go face first. And that goes for in your personal life too. I mean, it's great if somebody catches your eye from an attraction standpoint, but there's more to it. And we need to definitely make sure that we're, that we're uh, holding the space for something more. And that also means everybody, please listen closely to this. This is super important. This also means you need to talk to people that you might not be initially attracted to as well. Super important because how many people have been attracted to somebody after they start talking, after you start to get a feel for their personality, after you get a feel for their energy, right? 
there, there's a whole other side to all of that. And that's the beauty of authentic dating, meeting somebody in person, is that you get to feel all that stuff, right? You, you, you get all that stuff and you never know, just because somebody doesn't look like your type, they may be your type, just they don't look it physically, right? Uh, so let's see, uh, Jerry Ann, there are many wonderful places in spring and summer, festivals, music, galleries, beaches, museums. Speaking of beaches, I'm going to the beach next week. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh, Darren's not much of a baseball fan. Well, you got lots of baseball coming up, Darren, so <laughs> I guess you'll be tuning out of the TV. Uh, so Jeff, uh, a day. Hello. Welcome. Some of my favorite people joining today. I'm Kathy. Hello. Um, okay. So can I, can I butt in real quick? Because something came to me while, while you were speaking just now. And I think a really good way to sum up what you've been saying up to this point in the show is you have to be out there to be able to put yourself out there. Right? Right. Right. Absolutely. You ha I mean, and that, that is, I th again, we've gotten very complacent. It seems like just a crazy thing to say, but so many of you are comfortable in your active wear at home and don't want to get dressed up to go anywhere and don't want to go anywhere and have gotten really, really comfortable behind a computer screen, behind your Zoom, behind your FaceTime. Uh, you know, you're not going to meet anybody if you're not in front of anybody. So we've got to get out. And so I'm going to jump around a little bit because that brings me to a point of when you do get out, there are certain things you need to do when you're out to make sure that you're sending available signals, but I'll get there. So I am going to try to stay on my list uh, since it's just me and you and Ziggy. Uh, so make sure you're ready. So this is super important. I can't tell you how many times this ruins great connections. The last thing that you want to do is meet the person of your dreams and not be ready for them. All right, so it is so important. You've had plenty of time to do the work. You've had plenty of time to get emotionally available, you know, hopefully those of you that were single during uh, the, the pandemic. And then, um, and then for those of you that are just now getting out in the dating scene, don't rush yourself. Don't feel pressured to have somebody in your life. Don't feel pressured to date right away and fill that space. Take the time to heal first. Uh, and number one, out of every relationship we get out of, I don't even care if it's a few-month relationship, a six-month relationship, a six-year relationship, it doesn't matter. Who we go in as is not who we come out as. So we have to account for that and, and figure out what we've learned. What have we learned about ourselves? What have we learned about relationships? What have we learned about what we want? What have we learned about what we don't want? And we need to be able to take that information going forward. So always pause in between relationships, even if they're short term, even if they're, I mean, I can tell you as a matchmaker, even if you've only gone out with somebody on a couple, two or three dates, there's enough feedback there for you to be able to take the feedback on what you learned about yourself or other people or what you want or what you don't want and, and, and resonate with that a little bit so that when you're out there, you, you can recognize. I think so many times people miss what they're looking for because they don't know. And I can tell you when you do know what you want, you know, you definitely don't miss it. Uh, so uh, how many times have I heard people say that they meet somebody, it's maybe somebody's husband or boyfriend, but they're, they're, they respectfully say, 
that would be exactly what I was looking for if they were single, right? When you're really, really clear on what you want, you will know it when you meet it, right? So, uh, so that's the important part. And you also don't want to miss out if, uh, if you do meet them and you're not emotionally available. I can't tell you how many times people have flaked on dates, flaked getting to know somebody, not shown up as themselves, uh, not been emotionally available, and scared off somebody that would have had great potential because they weren't really ready, but they thought they were. Uh, and please don't insist that you are, because I, again, I can't, I think whether it's clients of mine or not, I can't tell you how many times I hear people go, but I'm ready. I've been ready. You know, I've been waiting. Where is my person? If your person hasn't shown up, if if you're not, if you haven't met your person in years, like you've been, you've been single for years, single, completely single and dating for years, something, I promise you something's wrong with your process. Some, you're not clear on something. It's not that your person is that unavailable because love is hard to find. I'm the first person that'll tell you guys that. It's not easy. It's a needle in a haystack. It really, really is. Um, it, but you will meet your person if you, you are ready, emotionally ready, available, and know what you want. So it's, it's going to um, increase your chances for success if you know, because you never know where you're going to meet your person. Uh, I don't, nobody's disagreeing with me on that, so that's good. Okay, good. So please hear me on that, because I do hear a lot of you saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Be honest with yourself on that. If you were really ready, you probably would have met somebody by now that had potential for that position, some really good potential for that position. If you're not meeting good potential for that position, or if you're attracting the same patterns, you're really not ready, don't, don't date because nothing worse than passing up on your soulmate because you weren't ready. Uh, so I already talked about interest, so I can pass that one up. It's really important to, to get out there and do things, do things that you love, do what you love and people show up while you're doing it. And that's that's the honest to God truth. Whether it is, again, whether it's a sport, sports, um, live events, museums, dinners out, um, even time out with your friends. You could be at brunch with your friends. And if you are paying attention, and I'm just going to jump to that because I feel like this is super important. Uh, this is a super important point, especially for you ladies. Ladies, I want you to hear this, so take notes. Um, number one, I think too many of you ladies, especially in your late 30s, get very involved in your friendships, and, and or 40s too, but you get involved in these girl groups, and these girl groups, they scare men, and they should. <laughs> I mean, a man has to approach you, right? For a connection to happen, a man has got to approach you. And you can only imagine how terrifying that might be for a man, even though us women expect a man if he's interested. We just expect that you guys are going to walk over to us and introduce yourself. You're going to be bold and courageous and brave and let us know how you feel and let us know that you want to meet us. But Ladies, when we're huddled up in a group of women, and maybe huddled up with a group of beautiful women at that, um, seem to be very involved, having a great time, not making space 
for anybody else to join in. Physical and emotional, that goes both ways when I say creating space. It's intimidating to a man and you're not going to meet them. I mean, it, it, and guys, feel free to spe speak up um, on this as well. Because, ladies, you know, when you get, we get out and we get in our little groups, we may be having a great time. And I want people to. I don't want you to be out on this, like, hunt where, you know, you're, you're, you're hunting the whole time and looking around and searching because that's desperate and a guy doesn't want that. A guy does want to see a girl having a good time. But when you ladies are together, you need to have an open group, not a closed group, right? You know, how we huddle around and sit around a table and don't look up and aren't, you know, aren't creating space. Create a space for a man to walk in. You know, if you do have a table, have a nice large table where, you know, somebody could step in and have a chat or bring up a, I mean, guys, I know you guys need an opening. You need some kind of opening. And that opening may be. Wrong. What? I said, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Um, so that opening may be also when you ladies look up. When you ladies are out with your friends and you make eye contact with a man that you're interested in, make eye contact with them. Maintain the eye contact. What's the rule? Five seconds, right? It's, I mean, five yes. seconds is a little longer than people think, but make eye contact. Make the contact. Take a moment. Catch it. And then look away again. And do that a few times so that the guy knows that you're interested. He'll find a way. If he gets the signal that you're interested and he's interested back, he'll find a way to get to you. It may also be, ladies, that if you do see somebody you're interested in and you've made the eye contact, I don't want you to go hit on him. I don't expect you to get up from your girl group and go over and talk to him. Even if he goes like this, you know, don't do it. Don't do it. You should definitely invite him over, allow, for, allow a space for him to come over, or get up and go to the restroom and allow him the space to come to you when you're going or coming. Um, but, you know, it's just, you've, you've got to give it, you've got to give it an opportunity, right? Uh, guy, uh, guys, speak up here. Darren says, any more than two or three, I wouldn't have come over unless a gal gave me some kind of clear signal. Okay. Um, again, ladies, clear signal. I mean, guys, you can jump in what you like as signals, but eye contact is the main thing. Everybody's looking for a connection. And when we're face-to-face -face with people, we have to be able to make that connection. It could be a coffee shop. It could be a bar. It could be a, a restaurant. It, it could be a, a grocery store. It could be a fair. It could be a concert. Um, it could be the farmer's market. I mean, make eye contact, smile, and pause, and let that connection just resonate so it's known and that it at least gives the guy a little space and, and, and some confidence to be able to walk up. Uh, so, uh, so, and ladies, I don't think, I, I don't think any women need to, you know, need to worry about competition at this point. Uh, you know, men are available. Men, men actually did a lot of work during uh, during COVID, and I I find that men are a lot more aware of who they are and what they want. 
and are a lot more committal than women are at this point. So, uh, so ladies, this whole idea of there aren't any good man, men out there and the men aren't available, that's not true. These guys wouldn't be out. They wouldn't be out doing dinners and drinks and happy hours and activities if they weren't also looking. So if you're single and you're out and you're making eye contact with somebody, you know, there's, there's potential there. You've just, everybody's got to act on it. And nothing is worse than a missed opportunity. If you don't take the shot, you're not going to get it, right? So you at least have to take the shot. Uh, okay, so, um, so we have to get out of our comfort zones. And ladies, I, I'm going to say this one point again because I feel like it's super important. It takes a lot of guts encourage for a guy to come up to you, to ask you out, to ask you for your number. Nobody wants to be rejected. And I know all you ladies are all about the man's got to make the first move. He's got to make the phone call. He's got to, you know, he's got to, to, to make the contacts and you sit back and you wait for him to do all the work. Ladies, don't do that. Don't, don't do it initially and don't, don't do it when you get to know a guy. It's okay for you to reach out when you know a guy and send him a hello in the middle of the day, you know, send him an emoji, send him something um, to let him know that you're thinking about them. It doesn't make you desperate. It doesn't make you less of a woman or less feminine or, uh, or it doesn't mean you're getting aggressive or taking the lead. It lets him know that you're thinking about him and you're staying in his mind too. And that's important. Uh, so uh, Barbara says, eye contact with a smile. And smiles always help. You know, I, the other thing too is I think people worry so much about talking to somebody. Like, what do I say, Right. What is, what do I say to somebody, um, you know, that, that I meet that I don't even know, you know, anything, absolutely anything. Don't worry about looking stupid. Don't worry about it being dumb. Um, if you don't say anything, it's a missed opportunity. So you've got to say something. And I, people get so caught up in the whole, that whole perfect, you know, idea of perfection, of not knowing exactly what to say. I mean, it's just like online dating. I mean, some people don't know how to reach out to people without being cheesy. But at the same time, it's the same way in person. It takes a little bit more courage in person. But if you're sitting by somebody uh, at the bar having dinner, you, know, you could ask them about their recommendations for, on the menu. You know, they may be eating something and you say, that looks really good. Don't mind me staring at your food. What is that? You know, um, or I've never been here before in this area of town. You know, what's fun to do after this? There's a million questions to ask. You just have to get used to asking them and talking to people and opening yourself up to people. And I always tell people, if you're not that person that knows how to strike up conversations or you're nervous about it, start practicing I mean, start practicing, ladies especially, start practicing on, number one, start practicing going to dinners on your own. That's a great place to meet single men because they don't want to, a lot of single men don't want to cook for themselves. So they're out at those bars uh, at good restaurants um, and they're having dinner. So you're going to meet guys. It's a great way to meet single gentlemen is at dinner. But ladies, you've got to get used to striking up conversation. 
but do it without an agenda. Strike up conversation with everybody around you. Start getting comfortable talking to people that you don't know. Start getting comfortable saying hello and smiling at people you don't know. It doesn't matter whether you're out having dinner or you're out by yourself or you're out having happy hour or whether you're in the grocery store or you're walking through the park or you're sitting at the dog park. Start talking to people and engaging with people and, and engaging with people you don't know so you learn the art of conversation, right? Because that's, that's the best way to meet somebody is, is through a basic conversation. I mean, even if you ask the guy next to you what he's having for dinner or what he might recommend on the menu, you've at least opened the door. You know, you may not keep talking and he may finish his dinner, but you've opened the door to having conversation after that. Uh, but again, we have to do it without agenda because if you do it and a guy or girl knows that you're hitting on them, it's specific to hitting on them, then it could be a turnoff. So do it out of genuine interest in a person, place, or thing. Make conversation about anything. Start opening the doors because that's where connection starts to happen. And uh, hey, Cindy, honey. Um, Hey, Greg. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, so I think the other part of all of this is, um, you know, we I talk about this and I talk about this and I talk about this. A connection is about a connection. And I know that sounds so easy, but this is where we miss the boat. Everybody's so caught up in how do I look? You know, is my mascara running? Does my hair look okay? Um, am, am I saying the right things? Am I doing the right things? Am I sitting pretty? Um, guys, I don't think you think they, am I sitting pretty? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> At least I hope not. Maybe some um, guys maybe do. Maybe some guys do. But, uh, but, but we're, we get so caught up in other things in our head instead of being present and connecting with someone. And somebody knows if it's not genuine. Everybody wants to leave with a connection. We all are looking for a connection. We're not just looking for somebody, a warm body to sit next to us, at least I hope not, but looking for a connection. And the only way a connection is going to happen is if you connect with them. So the only way you're going to connect with them is if you're finding things to connect on and you're finding ways to connect authentically from the heart, which means heartfelt conversations. I just had this conversation with somebody today. Um, they were talking about the fact that when they go out on dates, and it was a guy, it was a gentleman, a great guy. And he was saying, when I go on dates, I'm looking to find a connection with a woman. I don't want... I don't want a friend. I don't want just a date and a superficial conversation. I want to know who they are. I want to know where they came from. I want to know what they love and what they fear and what their passions are. And if you're not willing to reveal things about yourself, if you're closed off, and I get boundaries, I totally understand boundaries, but there's a really fine line between giving too much and not giving enough. It's just, it's a, it's such a fine line. Your boundaries are the things that, it's like your personal property line of the things that would disrespect you, right? So if a guy asks you on a date, ladies, about your favorite sexual position, 
I'm all about put your boundary up, don't discuss that. That's not about being authentic or making any kind of connection at all, except a sexual connection. And, um, and that's what you want, then that's what you want. But, but, but having said that, that's great that you have a boundary there and you don't want to discuss that and you, you move the conversation away from, the, from that or you instruct them that that's not something that you're comfortable discussing with them at this point. And that's fine. But if you're not talking about your family and where you came from and what your past is and your relationships and what you're looking for and what you're not looking for and previous mistakes you've made, the things that you've learned on a first date, if we're not making those connections, we're not making a connection. You're not even going to get a second date. So stop with the superficial and trying to get somebody to like you. Be you and and be you when you're meeting people. And who, whoever likes you, you've made an authentic connection then. All right. So it's just, it's super important that you do the work to get prepared for that ahead of time so that you're comfortable talking about things of your heart, matters of your heart that mean something because everybody wants to know who you are. And ladies, I, I will say this to you as well. I will say this to you as well. You know, guys don't sit around and talk about feelings and their heart stuff with their other guy friends. Most of them do not. It's so comforting for guys to have that kind of friendship and support uh, and conversation with a woman. So when you shy away from that stuff and you keep it surface, he's, he's not seeing something special. He's not, you're not setting yourself apart from his other friends or anything else in his life, he's not going to want to know more. He's not going to want to dig in more. Um, so it, it's one thing to keep things a mystery. It's another thing to completely withhold information. Uh, so any, uh, any thoughts on that? I'm trying to keep up with comments. Heal first, Trent says. Barbara says, the New Yorker in me makes that part hard sometimes. Oh, Barbara, are you talking about being vulnerable? <laughs> I used to live in Florida, and I'm telling you something, trying to get through these New York people, like I would smile and say hi, and they would give me evil looks, and I just, I would never understand why I couldn't make friends up there. It took months. I mean, sometimes six months for people to actually smile back at me and say hi, and then I learned it's because New Yorkers don't trust people. They always think that people want something from them. If they're smiling and saying hi, they're going to ask them for something. So there's always like this agenda thing. I, I don't know if I'm being, if I'm being presumptuous, uh, Barbara, but this is what I was told because there were a lot of New York transplants when we lived in Florida. And um, it was definitely a culture shock for me because I'm from the South and I'll talk to a wall. And um, <laughs> it's true. Um, but uh, but I, I, I did take it personal kind of when these people wouldn't speak to me or look at me or smile at me. I thought they were just the grumpiest humans ever. Uh, so, but... Uh, Barbara, it's a it's a good point though. Now that I say that, please, please practice. 
I mean, there's that you're not, I mean, you're not in New York anymore, right? I don't think. Um, but even if you are, just practice because we need each other. We need each other. And, uh, you know, just, just get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I think we could say that for everybody. Everybody get out of, everybody do things out of your comfort zone every single day. Um, it's the way that we keep our mind and our heart and our bodies growing. Um, okay. So Anne says, I always worry that I'm going to come on too strong if I ask those direct questions. Uh, if you're worried about um, coming on too strong or turning somebody off, and Anne, I love you, but I'm going to say this anyway, then you're not ready. You're not fully confident and ready in who you are. Because if you want to know something direct from somebody and you want to have a, an open you know, conversation and an intimate conversation, if you're not comfortable being intimate with someone else, you may not be ready for an intimate relationship because we have to be fully confident in who we are. And it doesn't matter if somebody else can't meet us there. If that offends somebody else, they're not ready. So if you do ask, and I'm not saying you're not ready because I hear that from a lot of people. And I think that's an old, you know, um, rule that doesn't apply. Ask about things that matter. And, and I'm going to back up because the, uh, we had Helen Fisher on from Match, and they do the uh, Singles in America survey. And I remember one of the things that stood out in that survey more than anything, and it's not just me saying this, so there's science to back it up from the Kinsey Institute. This is what people post-COVID are wanting. They don't want the small conversations anymore. They want an authentic connection, and they want to have those type of conversations. And if they don't get them, they're out. They're absolutely out. And the other thing is, you know, they, they really value people that have done work, that have done therapy. Um, that's like the end thing. It, it used to be, if you've done therapy, you're a crazy nut. And now it's like, if you've done therapy, if you've talked to somebody, if you have a coach, then you're in. That's somebody, somebody says that they're healthy. I want somebody, because emotionally healthy, is, is at the top of the list now, even for guys, ladies. Emotionally healthy is more important to men these days than looks. So, you know, as much as much time as we ladies spend getting ready and on our looks and covering up the bags under our eyes, <laughs> that was me today, uh, just speaking for myself, um, that, you know, guys aren't, in, guys aren't noticing the bags under your eyes as much as they're noticing who you are and what you bring to the table and who, what your, you know, your soul is. Uh, Greg says, wait, I'm confused. I first thought you were referring to the initial meeting like a bar. So my question is one, please describe the appropriate bar chatter at a bar hoping to lead to a first date. Then number two, what's the appropriate first date type of conversation? I've been accused by other females that I control the conversation and talk about myself giving out TMI, um, such as a nice person. Uh, so uh, great questions, Greg. We did cover some of those. Uh, so um, Barch, here's the, here's the chatter. Here's conversation, whether you're meeting somebody for a first time or you are in, on a first date, second date, third date. 
It's all about getting to know the person with no expectation. And I think that's the no agenda is an expectation. That's the hard part. I mean, it, it, you could be sitting across from the cute or next to the cutest guy or the cutest girl at a restaurant. And if you have an agenda, it doesn't matter what you say, you're going to turn them off. So shut the agendas off and just be genuine. Okay? I mean, that is the best advice because everybody's looking for authenticity. It's okay. It's going to flatter a man or a woman if you turn and talk to them. It's going to flatter them that you would, would have a conversation with them. You don't have to come on strong or let them know that you're interested like that. Um, and there's appropriate and inappropriate conversation. I mean, obviously talking about very intimate things on a first date. By intimate, I mean sex. I mean um, uh, anything related to that because there's so many conversations about that. Um, getting too deep in feelings, it's one thing to find or, or finding out previous relationships. It's, it's fine to find out why a marriage broke up or what, they, what they've learned in their relationships, what they're looking for. But we, we need to have surface answers, everybody. We need to have surface, heartfelt, real, authentic answers, but that don't dig in to, you know, that somebody have to have a psychology degree to understand. But um, but it's it is important to it's important to be authentic, and that is what people are looking for. Um, and don't talk about yourself the whole time. So if feedback that you've gotten, and this is important, if you get feedback that you talk about yourself all the time or too much, then you talk about yourself too much. And so you remember that you take a mental note as you're going into a date, and you say. I'm not going to talk about myself so much. I am going to make an effort to ask more questions, to listen more, right? If you know that's where you are and, and where you come from, don't stop doing it. I mean, that's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, right? Um, but... I think people do it because they want to be loved, they want to be understood, they want to be known, but do all that in pieces, right? Do all that in pieces. And, and don't withhold that information because biggest turnoff to guys and girls is when they don't get to know somebody. I, I actually, in the last couple of days, I've had a couple conversations with men that were turned off from great women because the women were not open enough. They weren't emotionally open enough and, you know, and lost really great guys, lost the opportunity for really great guys. When, when these women both had, have it in them, they just need to heal and get, and, and, and get better, get over all that. Uh, Barbara says, I love hearing about other people uh, more than I like to talk about myself. Um, so you wouldn't be con confused for controlling. Um, I'm probably not reading that right. Let me put my glasses on. I love hearing about other people more than I like to talk about myself. Oh, okay, great. So see, Barbara, she would, uh, she'd love to go on a date with you, Greg, because <laughs> she wants to hear all about you. I'm kidding, Barbara. Um, okay. Darren says, um, if a guy backs away, he's either not interested or doesn't have the fortitude you're probably looking for. Either way, you lose, you, uh, lose quickly and get to seek fortune elsewhere. I mean, that is, that is very, very true. I mean, if, 
If it doesn't, if it's not working, don't keep trying to make it work. If you guys are vanilla and chocolate, um, you know, I know, you know, there, somebody may like a swirl, but you know, if you guys are on black and white and you're totally different and you know it's not going to work, better that you cut your losses from the beginning than keep trying to string somebody along. However, um, I'm getting into other uh, other topics based on that what you're saying, but I'm going to say this really quick though too. You guys don't be so quick to write somebody off. I already said it at the beginning. Don't write somebody off because their looks right away. Just because somebody may approach you and they don't look like what you've dated, they don't look like what you what you want, doesn't mean they aren't. So keep your options and your possibilities open. The best part about meeting people in person is that you can get more information, right? Yes, you can see whether you have an initial attraction or not, but I'll be damned if that doesn't mean anything. It does not mean one thing when it comes to long-term relationships, because I can tell you the best ones that I've seen, people weren't sure about them from the beginning. They will say, mm, they aren't really my type, or I'm not sure that I'm attracted to them, but, and then they keep going. Those are my best marriage stories. Those are my best connection stories. So just going on that initial connection and attraction and chemistry, that's not going to, that, that, that's not it. You might as well stick with online dating if you're all about the looks. Um, so Cindy, I see girl groups. You make me laugh. Listen, Cindy, I, I can't tell you how many women miss out on great relationships because they're hanging out with their girlfriends too much. I do it. Sometimes in matchmaking, I'll, I'll ask a woman her availability and she'll say, well, I've got dinner with friends, you know, on Friday night. On Saturday night, we're going to roller skate. And then on Sunday, we've got brunch. Well, where's room for a guy, right? I mean, ladies, you've got to, you've got to make space in your life. And um, I am all about clearing your calendar. Make You create the space, build it, they will come, right? So stop filling up your calendar with stuff. Learn to be alone. Learn to have, learn to maintain um, boundaries and space in your life. And if you have openings, something, something is going to fill those openings. But if you don't have them, you're, it's, it's not going to happen either. So, you know, years ago, um, I used to talk to doctors and we would talk about scheduling. We talk about their whole schedule and they'd say, well, Jen, my schedule is completely full. I can't get any more patients in. I don't know how to, you know, get more patients when my schedule is completely full and I'm overbooked. I'd say then open another day. If you're closed Friday afternoon and you need more space, you open up that Friday afternoon. The minute they open it up, they fill it up. They get more. They needed more people, but they didn't know where they were going to put them. You got to create space for them. So it's the same thing with your calendar. It doesn't have to be patience. It could just be you. But if you don't have space and time and availability in your schedule, energetically, nothing's going to be attracted to you. And that's just a whole other, um, uh, a whole other uh, concept there. So... Um, and then the whole idea of perfection. I think this is the other thing that stops you guys from meeting people authentically is you keep thinking that you need to be perfect. I've heard you ladies say, well, oh, I put on a few pounds during COVID or I need a haircut or I need a tan. God knows I need a tan right now. But, um, but, 
But don't let that stop you. Just because you're not, you're not, you don't think that you're at 100%, neither is everybody else. Nobody's ever going to be perfect. So stop letting that idea of being perfect stop you from going out and, and trying to meet people in person. Nobody's perfect and nobody's expecting it except for you, right? We're all imperfectly perfect. Um, and uh, Darren's going to call my mom and tell him that he loves his, her daughter. Well, she would love that. <laughs> she would love that. Um, she'll invite you over for dinner, Darren, so just get ready. <laughs> uh, okay, but, but stop, wait, stop waiting for yourself to be perfect and stop expecting perfection in others. Nobody's going to do things the way you want them to do. I can't say this enough. You know, um, do everything and say everything you want them to say. And some of you get these stories going in your brain of things that, you know, maybe the, maybe a guy doesn't text you for a half a day or a day and you're like, oh, I've done it. He's lost interest in me now. I knew he was never interested. Let's just move on, you know, blah, blah. I mean, it's, or, or he's dating other people or she's dating other people. And I, I mean, I've heard it from both of you, both sexes. Stop creating stories in your head and just let things flow. Take the pressure off yourself and take the pressure off somebody else, especially when you're meeting in person. Nobody wants these expectations. And if you're just sitting with bated breath, waiting for someone to be perfect or waiting for someone to mess up, that's not going to work. Um, so uh, Anne says, that's me. I need to let go of that perfection mindset. And so many people, I can't tell you how many people I talk to on a weekly basis that you know, have canceled dates even at a last minute because they didn't get a spray tan or, you know, I can't even imagine, or, you know, they're, they can't, they don't have the perfect outfit um, or they had a long day and they're tired and they don't think that they're, you know, going to be, you know, energetically showing up. Just, just show up. I mean, that's the hard part, talking ourselves into showing up. And I think there's a big psychological factor to a lot of this as well. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is we've got to be okay with rejection. I don't care if you're a man or you're a woman. Rejection is going to happen. How many, how many guys, you guys, Ziggy, I mean, you guys know rejection more than women. You guys are the ones that are expected to do all the pursuing. And how many times do you pursue and get rejected, right? Um, so, right, Ziggy? Uh, you're not wrong. You are <laughs> not wrong. Rejection is something I know well. <laughs> so. I like the Ziggy said, I wasn't, he didn't say I was right. He said I wasn't wrong. Um, but, but so guys have kind of built up this armor where they're kind of used to it and they just shrug it off and they're like, okay, I tried. It wasn't, you know, didn't happen. But ladies, you've got to get okay with rejection. I can't tell you how many times I've had to call a woman after a first date or second date or third date and say, you know what? He's just not, it's just not happening for him. Like he like, you know, loves this, this, and this about you, but it's just not, it's, this isn't there. And, you know, women cry, they get, you know, it just, it's just, it, ladies, you got to get, not everybody's for us. The, the process of finding love, whether you're doing it online, which I don't like, um, online, in person, or with a matchmaker, you're not for everyone. You're not going to be for everyone. So 
embrace the fact that somebody, you're not for somebody, because that gives you an opportunity to move on and not allow somebody to waste your time or eventually ghost you or blow you off or start dating somebody else that they like and then blow you off. I mean, get okay with finding out where you are and then moving on if it isn't working, right? If it, or you're not for them or they're not for you. It's also okay to reject somebody. As long as you do it lovingly and with grace, just remember this. You're not for everybody and everybody's not for you, right? So have the conversation, right? Have the conversation with somebody and don't worry about hurting their feelings. I think we're all adults. We'll be okay. Uh, so um, I had talked about get out with your friends, um, do activities. Ladies, be approachable. It's super important. Um, making eye contact, maintaining eye contact, smiling at people, people keep heads up and out of the phone. I mean, this is, this will kill you because I can't tell you how many times I see people eating by themselves, um, somewhere and they're on their phone the whole time. How are you going to meet somebody? You, oh, I've gone to the restaurant. I didn't meet anybody there. That's because your damn face was in the phone the whole time. I mean, literally scrolling on the internet, talking to your friends, you know, I mean, you're not a loser if you just sit there and don't do anything except eat your dinner, look around, smile, talk to people, get to know people. I love, opportunities like that. I love going to, even if I'm picking up food, I'll go early. I love meeting new people. I don't care if they're 80 years old or, you know, no agenda, you know, or, or what, at wherever they are, you know, just meeting people is, is fun and exciting. And if, if your face is in your phone or you're insecure about being by yourself, you shouldn't be dating because you're not comfortable with yourself yet. So it, it, it's so, so important, um, everyone, that you, uh, you get out there, number one, you make yourself seen, known, and heard, right? Um, I didn't plan that, but it's true. I mean, you, you, once you're out there, you can't just have your face in your phone or, or be, you know, uh, with your little group of friends, guys or girls and doing your thing. You know, the worst place to meet a guy is at a sport, at a sport club. You think where's the best place to meet a guy when they're all watching football together at a sports bar. It's the worst place to meet a guy because they're all wrapped up in the sports, watching sports. They're not interested in the ladies unless they're not there to watch sports and they're there just to pick up. But, but it's the same concept there. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of beautiful women I've seen in sports bars getting completely ignored by men who love sports, right? But guys, look around at the sports bars. There's a lot of pretty women. They may actually like sports too. They may actually just not be there to pick up men. They may actually like your sport. So make sure that you look around while you're where you are, wherever you are, and you're not so wrapped up in either your phone or your whatever you're doing or your friends. I mean, you just, you've got to keep your options and your spaces open. Do what you love. Keep your face up and your eyes open and your heart open. Talk to anyone and everyone, even if it's not somebody you're interested in. Let me tell you something, ladies. You know what guys love? Guys love a confident woman that that likes everybody, that's nice to people, that they don't have to carry along and can take anywhere and the woman can have a conversation and carry her own out, that's a turn on for a man. So ladies, you know, 
you don't have to be that mousy little, you know, um, I can't say a word kind of chick anymore. Guys, guys don't want that. They want a woman that's competent, that can handle themselves. So, you know, just practice, practice, practice and get out there and, and meet new people. And Barbara, I think I've inspired you. She said, I'm going to meet some new people tonight, hopefully. Um, going to McKinney to see Sinatra meets Ellington band tribute. Sinatra meets Ellington. That's interesting. Um, I used to live out in McKinney, Barbara. I love it out there. It's such a cute little downtown. Um, and uh, a woman that loves sports. Hey, so uh, so Barbara's going to be out at uh, Sinatra meets Ellington tonight. So if any of you singles want to go out and have some fun, uh, get out there and have some fun. Jamie says, amen, the phone is a killer. Uh, if I'm out by myself, believe me, I'm looking to interact. I love that. Uh, phone is a killer. Um, and I'll tell you where else phone is a killer is when we get in relationships and we, uh, we over text and we don't make phone calls and we don't talk to our people. Um, we don't set up dates. That's a killer too. That's a whole, again, a different conversation because you got to meet people first. But if you guys are sick of the online dating crap sick of, I mean, why are we sick of it? Because there aren't any good people on there and it's inauthentic, right? So go where the good people are. Where are the good people? The good people are where they're doing things that you would do, that you're interested in, what things that you're passionate about. That's where you're going to find like-minded, like-hearted people. And the other part of it is, is that you've got to get out there and interact and make a connection. Um, talk to people, talk to people with no agenda. Don't put pressure on yourself. Even if you're out to meet people, even if that is your goal, take away the agendas and the expectations and see where it lands you. Uh, so um, thank you guys for, uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, I'm ready to go drink a gallon of water. <laughs> My throat is like, it's a lot, it's a lot to talk for. I can talk to a wall for an hour, but um, talk take, to a camera a for work. an hour. Takes, takes a little work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, uh, my mouth is getting tired. So, um, all right, guys, thank you very much. And remember, I'm still doing every other week. I'm loving it. Uh, I think I'll be back. Am I going to be back Easter weekend, Easter, the Friday before Easter? Ziggy, I think I am, right? Um, we, uh, we, we'll talk about that uh, right after the show. Okay, yeah. so two, two, uh, two weeks from now. I'll see you guys uh, two Fridays from now. Uh, have a blessed weekend. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.